first church in Nazarene. So, we talked about what is love. Yeah. Then we talked about what do we want. <laughs> do we have anything to add on to what do we want? Is there anything else that we haven't stated? Communication. Oh, communication was the first thing I said. Mm-hmm. And then best friend. Resume. Okay. Wait. I don't know oh, what just happened. Okay. Don't have time for my go shit. But did I get the other stuff? I don't know. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> we were hoping for a different answer. That's probably not the answer that we're looking for. Oh, no. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. <sighs> Honesty, freedom. Honesty. A best friend. Freedom. Communication. Communication. Yeah, um, yeah communicate. Yeah, that's important. Communicate honesty. That's... Mm-hmm. Show important. What else do I want? What else would I want? Respect, I guess. That's just, but I that's mean, that's like the minimum. Like, you yeah. can't interact with me if you're not respectful. Right. I hate hearing, that's like, true. I feel you don't like have to ask for that. I feel like there's so many people that yeah. I dated were like, my friends were like, oh my god, but he was so nice. Like, what do you mean? And you're like, no, like, you have to be nice. Like, right. period. I'm not going to just deal with somebody who's talking to me crazy. You have to be nice. Like, period. If you're not being respectful, you're not even going to be around yeah, me. So. Point blank. So these are some things that... be respectful. That's true. That's true. That won't even be on the list. That needs to be a given. <laughs> respect period. is a given. Why are you dealing with someone who doesn't respect you? Point blank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? I don't... That's... I mean, honestly... A best friend. Communication. Did I name a third one? I don't think I did. If I miss it one more time. That's my communication. That's it. And then you said freedom and honesty. honesty. So maybe just those four? Yeah. Just those four. Why not? Why not? Okay. Dynamics. Or Dymax. First of all, get your facts right. Dymax. I guess I must be gone enough to not Dynamics. You're close enough. Yeah, that's okay. That's not good. Honestly, it's just because you gave up after I did. the die part. Like, I thought it was going to go one way and you <laughs> just went with it. I was like, I respect it though. You committed. Dynamics. But period. Yeah. Like, dynamics. Dynamics. What do, we want? what do we mean by Relationships. That? What do we want? Or what is, what kind of dynamic, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's like almost a stigma with being like single mm. that you're lonely and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've usually been single and I've usually not been lonely. Like my life is good and wow. like I'm happy and like I have a lot of friends. Like I have a good circle mm-hmm. of people. Like I have a social life. I have things I'm busy doing like it's not lonely. I have to squeeze a relationship in. Yes. <laughs> it's not that I yeah. have time. I agree to that. To for just like sure. waste. Not even to waste. I won't say a relationship is waste, but just to like be entertaining someone just to entertain them. Like, yeah. 
So what would that mean? How would you, what kind of dynamic could you squeeze into your life? What does that look like for you? No, no, we're not talking about that right now. But, er, that's what, <laughs> we're talking about Dymax. How did you just make the like turn like Give that? Give the people what they want. Thank you, sister. God bless you. That's a sound bite. I'm so confused. Okay, let me. What? What did you I can answer first. What kind of dynamic would you allow to be in your life? Or could you allow? Yeah, so what kind of dynamic do you allow in your life? I I think I've shared this story before when we talked about, I don't know, probably that whole episode. Mm -hmm. The the Hoenn episode. No, we gave it a a much more empowering, positive. Which one? The free phase. My free phase episode. Where I was complaining to the universe of the kind of things that I wanted. I think... I think what I asked for and what I was specific about... We're taking an intermission to... No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not. It's not even worth it. Okay. I don't have any words for what's happening. I think it's funny. We'll talk about it in post. Um, I I asked for the kind of dynamic where mm-hmm. um, I wanted someone to travel with. I wanted someone that I can create with. In the name of G-O! I wanted someone that, and like, I kid you not, <coughs> was very specific about after a long day of working to go back to someone who's doing what I'm doing, like really specific. And that's the dynamic that I knew that I could allow into my life because after years of doing what I do, this is the only way that it would work. You know, like I can't have someone that doesn't understand the world that I live in. I can't be with someone who doesn't respect that seven days out of the week there are times where i'm gonna be exhausted because i'm gonna be in a rehearsal for x amount of time and whatever that means or like if there's if i can't understanding and communication like all the things that i said before like someone that embodied those traits but also exceeded those expectations so like yeah i mean those dynamics and it's Really simple things, but really hard to find and come across when you are being that specific about someone. Because once you have a really supportive friend base and a family base, it's much more difficult to find someone that doesn't fit that mold. Yes. So, I don't know. What do you feel like is something that you are asking for? Maybe. Maybe. I always like to... I shouldn't say that I'm asking for nothing because I am asking mm-hmm. for something. And I come to learn that when you are manifesting, it's yes. important to be as specific as you can be. Yes. Um, the dynamic of a rel- my ideal relationship, a relationship that would work for me, someone who can treat me like they're my friend. Like if it doesn't feel much different than my relationship. Like, of course, there's going to mm-hmm. be some things that are different. Like, right. there's going to be a little something that's different. But, like, yeah. if I don't feel as comfortable as mm-hmm. I feel, like, I'm convinced that butterflies are not a good thing. Wait, what did you say? Like, mm-hmm. I do not 
What is butterflies? I feel like it's your anxiety. Like, it's your adrenaline. Like, telling you, like, bitch, get out. Right. And we need that minute. Oh, my God. No, I... Yes. Because if someone is, like, making you feel a certain way... Nervous and they and don't actually... You don't feel like you exactly. can talk. Like, I don't know if that's a sign that you like them. I feel like it's a sign that you don't. Like... Yeah. You need to feel at ease. You can be excited. That's a feeling. Yes. But you don't have to be, like, nervous, anxious. Right. Like, no. I agree. No, that's so real. And if, I mean, energy is real. Energy is something I completely believe in. So if you like, if upon meeting someone, you already feel a certain way, Mm -hmm. maybe those aren't good feelings. Like that person needs to make you feel like home. You should like feel excited. Good. Feel comfortable. Yes. Yes. Not like you need to fucking run away from them. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like you can be yourself because when you have butterflies, every time I've had butterflies, I was not able to be myself. No, (laughs) no, I wanted to be someone else or tried to be. It wasn't even Uh. that. It was just like, I was just like in the shell. Like I couldn't Mm. even be myself if I tried to. That's real. Oh man. Dimax. Dimax. What else can I say about Dimax? I think we're just about... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that felt good. That felt good. We have candy in the freezer. I'm over here. Yes, I deserve candy after this. Uh, Hello, first church in Nazarene. When I was showing you my phone. Relationships part two because the can I have some ice, please? Because yeah. the Virgo in me can't handle that we haven't shot part two yet. Can you tell us why we haven't shot part two yet? Because I'm a friend of mine was present while we were shooting part one and it was too much for me to talk about love in front of somebody else. Why is everybody afraid of love? Because I'm working on my ability to be yes. transparent yes. and to be vulnerable. And this is why we do this. And this is why we do this. This is my why. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not a guest on this podcast, but I'm in the room. Whoa, Becca. Sam is not a guest on this podcast, but she's in the room. Disclaimer. Thank you, sister. God bless you. <laughs> You have to do like a four second pour. Can you do two more seconds for Sam, please? One, two. Okay. So today, this is part two of Love and Relationships. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with y'all because me and Kayla May usually have these conversations in private where we record an episode and then I send her a message like we have to re-record that because I didn't do it right. And she's like, no, the whole point of this is to be transparent. Um, I actually went home after part one and had a crisis with myself like... Oh no. You you didn't present yourself correctly. Like you were so stressed out about love and you should be so like you showed everyone how traumatic love has been for you. You should be so positive and so happy talking about love. Like you're so elevated and like everyone thinks you're so spiritually centered. But like let me be real, y'all. Okay? I am very spiritually centered and I am someone who loves love. But I do not love relationships, and mm. that is real. Like, I love my relationships with my friends, but as far as, like, committed, 
like relationships romantic, romantic relationships. relationships goes I've always been single um my last relationship was the longest relationship I've been in it was six months long that is long but it's not very long <laughs> um I'm also 23 so that doesn't honestly that don't fucking mean nothing so like you know everyone has different timelines mm. but um my concept of love has always been Fairly, fairly strange. But what is part two? The premise of part two. What the did we cover for part one? Of part two. Okay, let's see. So part one, according to our spreadsheet, we cover in love and relationships different dynamics and what works for you and what doesn't. Perspectives. What the fuck is love? Types, types, types. What do we want? I don't think we covered what do we want and. We did cover what we want. That was one of the questions we answered. So what different dynamics and what works for you and what doesn't? Is that what we did cover? I don't think we covered different dynamics or what works for you and what doesn't. So there we are. Because we definitely covered what is love and types. So we're here. Yeah, so, um, oh, fuck. What we want, what are we saying? (laughs) What are different dynamics? Different dynamics. So dynamics, yes. um, when I think about love and relationships, I my first initial thought actually isn't romantic relationships yeah. for me personally because of the fact that that hasn't been the center of my love life. Um, I feel like my friendships have been the most fulfilling and loving relationships that I've had mm. in my adult life. Because as a child, the relationships I had as far as friends go were not very good. But they did definitely affect um, my ability to pick friends in my adult life. And I finally, at the age of 23, got it right Mm. and got a good group of people around me. Um, But when I say I love love, that's what I'm talking about. Like, the dynamic of the friendships I have now. My dynamics with you. My dynamics with Jordan. Like, who's my best friend? My dynamics with Raquel. Shout out, Raquel. It's like, being able to call somebody and be like... I. About some shit ra- that's random, like right. I need your advice on this, or I need to know yeah. if I'm trip if I'm tripping or not. Someone you know is gonna keep it a hundred percent with you, but love you a hundred percent at the same time and not pass judgment. Um, who's gonna be down to do shit with you? You know mm-hmm. that like you want to try out like that's love to me. Like you acceptance is love. Yes. We talked about that. Absolutely. What we thought love was. Yeah. So that dynamic between friends. Mm-hmm. I feel is definitely something um for me it's like the dynamic that I had with my sister growing up because my sister was my best friend growing up so having that like again like open kind of candid relationship between communication and the uh, not passing judgment or even if it is like judgment it's coming from a place of love yeah like I know that if you're saying this shit to me it's because you care about me mm-hmm. it's not because you're doing it maliciously it's not because you're doing it to you know make me feel like a, a you know a bad person but it's because you care about me you're that saying this thing to me because you want me to be yeah or, or something different yeah <laughs> You, you're telling me, like, I don't know, like, my friends know, and I feel like people use the term friend very loosely sometimes, yes. but for me, it's a very yes. solid term. Yeah. I have a good amount of friends. Um, they keep it a stack. Like, I know, they'll keep it 100%. They'll be like, Gabby, that's not the move. That's not the move. That's mm-hmm. not your best. Or, like, I think that's great, or I love to see you improve, but, like... 
I believe what they say. I hold yeah. some stock in what they say. Yeah, and it's my friends, and it's also, I'm thinking back to, like, the way that my cousins approach me about shit. Like, because they've seen me go through stuff in my past that if my cousins notice something about my character that doesn't seem quite right, that I'm going to hear that, and I'm going to recognize that. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is just as valuable as something that my sister would say to me. Yeah. Because family... Oh, uh, my cousins... Yeah. I feel like this is, like, definitely a black and Filipino thing, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in case y'all was wondering, because you can't see, I'm black. And I'm Filipino. Ooh. Yes, honey, yes. Wow. Black and Filipino <laughs> thing I've noticed, and especially with the Filipino culture, mm. your cousins are like your siblings. Yeah, I grew up with oh my, my cousins God, yeah. as my brothers and sisters. Like all my, I don't have that many female cousins, but they're all like my sisters. Mm-hmm. And all my male cousins are like my brothers. Like we're more like siblings than we are cousins. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. So we be a little cutthroat with each other sometimes. Yeah. A good example: <laughs> New Year's Eve of this year. Um, one of my cousins plays baseball and um that's not relevant um so one of my cousins (laughs) one of your cousins i'm gonna start over yeah one of my cousins uh we took a cousin trip all my cousins actually Mm -hmm. not all of them but a good chunk of my cousins we took a trip to vegas for new year's and we were like we're gonna turn up in the club together like it's gonna be lit one of my cousins who's always been like you think the term like if there's a term black sheep He's the black sheep, but I guess we're all black, so he's like a white sheep. He has to live like this. This is his life. So like, he's like the sheep. Yeah. He's the sheep. He's, he's sheep. the regular ass sheep. But like, <laughs> oh no, that was good, right? That's that so was good. good. The regular ass sheep. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's good. the regular ass sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He tells us that for New Year's, um, <laughs> his outfit, and he tells. Me, my mother, his mother, and our aunt this at the table at Christmas. Uh Uh For New Year's, we were going to get a table. We were going to go to Vegas. Um, He was like, I'm going to wear a black shirt, some black pants, some gold cufflinks. And I'm going to paint myself gold. Like my face, my neck, my hands. Stop. And we were just like, what? (laughs) And... It was this divide, right? It was my male cousins, like, you just gotta let him do his thing. And it was the female cousins, like, no, you're not doing that. Not the day. And we roasted him to the point where he got <laughs> so uncomfortable he oh, wouldn't do no. it. But it was definitely like a combustion. Like, it was like us roasting him to, like, y'all stop making fun of me. I won't do it, okay? And then me poking the bear, like, Okay, so now you're mad because we roasted you. Like, you knew you were going to get made fun of. You wanted to paint yourself gold. I feel like you wanted to paint that's the dynamic gold. of a relationship with yes. your cousins, you know, and your family. Yes. You're so, like, y'all piss each other off. You'd be roasting and shooting mm-hmm. on each other. My family um, sings this song every time they see me. <laughs> Light, bright, wish I may, wish I might. They call me Light Bright. That's my family nickname because I'm of a lighter complexion. Uh. Compression. Compression. <laughs> Complexion. I'm not the lightest, but I'm light. Yeah, and yeah. so I am. My aunt is mm-hmm. like a different tone of lightness mm-hmm. than I am. She's red. They call her red. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I used to get coconut growing up a lot. Yeah. Remember when you guys called me inside out coconut because I hung out with you all the time? It's true. <laughs> it's true. I was coconut. Sam was inside out coconut. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was part of the, yeah. I was told I was the uh-oh well, For my Oreo. cousins. For my fucking cousins. Yeah. From your family members. Yep. Y'all yep. just shoot on each other. Like, that's mm-hmm. a dynamic for sure of, like, love and relationships. Like, yeah. I hate when you talk about love and relationships and the whole dynamic is, like, romanticized but it's around not. a romantic relationship. Like, your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your family, your friendships are a relationship. My friendships have been the most fulfilling relationships that I've had mm-hmm. and they've taught me so much yes um honestly the romantic relationships low-key i feel like everyone's romantic relationships come like uh uh if it does have to like um a bracket underneath because mm-hmm. when you become in a romantic relationship it's supposed to like mesh with the re- other relationships you have so like your friends come first which they should anyway what yeah. about like Sorry, okay. Yes. What about your friends who get into a relationship and then disappear? Exactly. Don't you just want to, like, Which is what I was saying is you should. But for me, what I do is um, I am a very understanding person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I always come from a place of, like, I understand, like, you're really caught up in this right now. So um, you're probably shutting me off. But I also feel like I'm someone who's smart enough to know that a good love, true love, a good relationship will mesh exactly. cohesively with your life. It won't exactly. isolate you. So, for example, my last relationship, Jordan, who is my mm. best friend, you mm. know, uh, her and I have been tight for like 10 years. My last relationship isolated me from her. Mm. It really did. It really did. And it was this weird discomfort. Like, I was always really uncomfortable. Like... It was very underlying, though. I couldn't quite put my thumb on what was making me uncomfortable, but something was making me uncomfortable. But then when it ended, and I needed someone there for me, and she was the person that was there for me, it reminded me, like, at the end of the day, this is the person who I should, like, it reminded me. Like, at the end of the day, I I don't know. I'm also that with my friends. Like, she could have very easily been like, you were starting to isolate yep. because you found this dude. Like, I ain't fucking with you like that yeah. no more. 100%. Now that you and this dude broke up. But I feel like when you have an understanding of, like, I get where you're coming from. Like, you get caught up in things sometimes. But you're back. Like, yeah. you're lucky when you find that kind of unconditional I'm love. I'm here for you. I That's agree. the definition of unconditional yes. love. Is, like, yes. you could isolate, begin to isolate from me because you're with somebody else. But when this person is gone, I'm still going to be there for you. Yeah. I'm still going to understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. We're and she ga- Exactly. And she yeah. gave me that. And, like, I'm forever eternally grateful. But at the same time, I would expect nothing less because I, when I call someone my friend and when I love someone, it's unconditional. To me, love... Uh, I was about to say love is unconditional, but love is not unconditional because you can lose my love for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I said that to an ex that I'm friends with now and he was like, oh, I know what, you could lose your love for sure. Like, no, you can lose love. Do you think there's a difference between losing love and losing the giving of love Mm. i think there's a difference between being in love with someone actively being in love with somebody Mm. um and loving someone i don't think that there's a difference between loving someone and loving them actively in the moment because Mm -hmm. love is love period right Mm -hmm. so like for a very good example of this is my mother um, we've had a very tumultuous relationship, like, my entire life. 
I love her though like period and when I tell you tumultuous like has um to the point where the fact that I'm about to say this all out to the fact where she's ruined my credit like identity theft like stole mm-hmm. like taking out loans in my name and like I had no control over that and it's almost like you have my social security mm-hmm. number mm-hmm. because you gave birth to me and you took advantage of that but I love you still like mm-hmm. to this day I love you like if you mm-hmm. needed something from me I still want to know how you're doing I still want to know how you're getting along that's the bottom line like I still want to make sure you're okay love is unconditional love is love period to me is not conditional you don't just love somebody and not love them the next day even my ex like even how dirty he did me i still love him but i'm not in love with his ass so like that's for damn sure but do i love him do i have love for him absolutely yeah i agree i that's a good segue for us to talk about like what works what doesn't work at what point do you love someone and then you're not in love with them anymore? Or are you in love with them, but you don't love them? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. What about for you? You know, I think as soon as I realized, and this honestly took a long time for me to realize, like that I'm being taken for granted and that I'm not being respected anymore in the sense that it's my time, my space, my emotions that are, that are being taken for granted, then, then it's that that's it. That that's when I should cut it off, right? Mm-hmm. But because we all have different experiences of what that means for us, because we all have different perspectives and lenses of love, it's harder for some people to recognize that. Like this is what it means when my love is taken for granted. Mm-hmm. This is what it means when I'm not being respected. Um, so for me, it's definitely a moment of realizing you don't see me for who I am. You see me for what you think I am. You see me for the story that you have in your brain or in your mind that, you know, this is a narrative that you have of me, but that's not who I really am. Like when someone is is projecting a certain character onto me but doesn't really see me for me that's when i know that it's not really what it is when you hear things like um something i hear a lot of Mm. or i have heard a lot of is you have so much potential i see a lot of potential in you Mm -hmm. um but it's almost like this I can't love you right now Mm -hmm. because I see all this potential in you, but you're not where I want you to be. Exactly. Yeah. So, to me, love is, I'll meet you where you're at. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, sister. God bless you. (laughs) Like, this is where you're at right now? Like, to see see potential in somebody is a beautiful thing. To see somebody. And, like, that is what builds your relationships, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I see the potential Mm -hmm. in you. I see the potential in Ed. I see the potential in Sam. Like... Mm -hmm. But I don't see the potential in you and say, I can't fuck with you till you're there. Until you're there. I'm like, I'm fucking with you the whole ride. Like, I'm going to help you get to where you're at because I see where you could be. So So I'm going to have the good job right now. You don't know who you are right now. You may not even see yourself the way I see you right now. But you know what? I'm rocking with you and I'm going to help you see these things that I see in you. Inside you and not loving like what you Uh, are, but who you are. Exactly. That's That's it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to 
wait for you mm-hmm. to be what I see you can mm-hmm. be. Or what you want to be. I'm going to help you there. get to yeah. where exactly. I see exactly. where you can be. Which is the word of God, Jesus Christ! Like, exactly. as beautiful as I see all the things you can be, Kayla May, like, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I'd rather be along for the fucking ride. Like, I know. You know, you're going to be all these mm-hmm. things. You're going to be, you are all these things already. Yes. But I'd rather be along for the journey and you be able to say, you know, like, Gabby was rocking with me from mm-hmm. the time that I was still mm-hmm. figuring it out. She loved me in my one-bedroom studio <laughs> Right. She loved me in my, she loved me in my studio apartment. Yeah. Yes. She'll love me in my mansion. I know, like, like that's and the that's thing. is like. She loved, she met me where I was at. Like, right. you have to meet, that's my thing is, like, meeting people where they're at. Because everyone has potential. Everyone, mm-hmm. you can, it's very easy as someone on the outside to see where someone else should be. That's true. That's so true. But are you willing, are you just trying to, like kick it when they get to the destination because when I tell you I've heard on so many instances I just see so much potential mm-hmm. and, but right now I can't do it so mm-hmm. what you're waiting for when I'm for when I'm there at my highest for, yeah, self for when that, that to post. pop up and be like hi I'm rocking with you and you think I'm gonna rock with you then like right. no I'm rocking with the motherfuckers that I see because I'm certain that like the people I'm rocking with now Kayla May sees me you Sam you see me and you're like I see potential in Gabby Mm-hmm. But I'm rocking with her right now where she's at. I'm not even looking towards your potential. I'm just looking at you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, but looking exactly. at you, I already know where you're going to be at. Like, yeah. looking yeah. at you, looking at Kayla May, I don't think, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you're going to be right here where you're at forever. Mm-hmm. I know no. you're destined for something much higher if, than this. Like, if you can't. But regardless of that. I'm rocking with you, period. Like, I'm meeting you where you're at. To me, love is meeting someone mm-hmm. where they're at and, mm-hmm. like, rocking with it. Mm-hmm. So that that's the things that work for us. But what doesn't? What doesn't? What doesn't? Conditional love. Yeah. I hate that shit where it's like, I hate, I hate, oh, God, I hate when, mm-hmm. and this is where social media takes place in in this weird kind of fucking like you're single but you're not really single type place when you're in a certain place and a person sees where you are and they know that it's conditional and they know that it's convenient convenience it's not convenience Mm -hmm. because it's not Mm -hmm. because if it's something that you want to work and something that you want to last you have to work at it you have to continue to build it's not convenience and it's not What's the other word that you said? Oh, God. Conditional. Conditional. That's what it is. But it's do not you bad. feel like... um Do you feel like... Because I feel like when someone says it's not easy, I feel like love doesn't require a compromise. Um, there were so many times growing up. Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. hearing this a lot when I would mention to people that I wanted tattoos. Mm. What if you meet huh. a man later on that decides he doesn't want a woman with any tattoos? And 15-year-old Gabby, which is still my response now, if I have tattoos and I meet a man who meets me and gets to know my personality and he sees I have a fucking tattoo and he says... I don't want to be with you because you have a tattoo. He's not the man for me. You know, I wasn't even tripping over. It's like a little petty wound, you know? I ain't even tripping, though. Mm. 
compromise. I yeah. Eartha Kitt said this like compromise. Love, you shouldn't have to compromise. Right. My fit is gonna be a fit for me. Yes. So yes. the fact that I smoke weed, the fact that I'm loud, yep. the fact yep. that I'm a little combative sometimes, and mm-hmm. I'm a little sarcastic, mm-hmm. a lot of sarcastic. The fact that I'm like not very like. You can't control me. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to meet somebody that is like, I like that. I fuck with that. And let me be me 100%. I'm not going to have to bend a little bit and be like, well, I won't smoke weed. (laughs) You shouldn't have to compromise. I'll cover my tattoos. You shouldn't shouldn't have to compromise. If you're compromising, compromising implies that you are killing off parts of yourself. Or that you're giving something up and love shouldn't cause you to give anything up. Mm-hmm. Love should cause you to bring shit forward and be yourself wholly and truly. Like yes. self love if the definition of self love is to be yourself a hundred percent, the definition of love without the word self in it should still require you to show up as yourself. It's the same thing. One hundred percent. It's the same thing. I Yes. Love should yes. not equate compromise. No. Shut up. What is your thought on that, Sam? I don't know. Because I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, I feel like part of self-love is confronting your weaknesses and the places where you can improve and love others better or just be a better person and sometimes making compromises and adjusting to other people is part of what makes you a better person and having the ability to do that. So maybe there are some mm. qualities in you that could change. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, you're constantly growing. You're constantly changing, of course. But if I feel like if you enter something and what you're presenting, the other person can accept 100%, they should just leave you alone. Like, you know what I'm you, saying? If there's pieces of you who are like, I'm this person. And I'm exactly. If they can't me. meet okay. you where you're at. If like, here's where I'm at in my journey. Here's who I am right now mm-hmm. in my journey. Here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that ain't good enough. I need you to be here. It ain't it. Like, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. whoever's meant for me, whoever God is going to place into my life, they'll be in my life at, at a time where they'll be able to meet me where I'm at. Like, of course, they're going to be, like, because love is also understanding. I remember going through a breakup, um, my last breakup, actually, talking to my dad on the phone. And I said, like, we were fine. We were doing really good. He just decided at some point he didn't want to be with me anymore. And my dad was like, yeah, and he have it, so he has every right to change his mind. Mm-hmm. You have every right to change. You have every right to grow, mm-hmm. you know. However with every right to change and to grow you shouldn't have to adjust yourself for this relationship so your growth should come very naturally it should come by your own accord you know like let's say for example like let's say i'm somebody who like i'm a pull from a real life example i'm a very messy person i'm a hoarder and when I say I'm a hoarder, I keep everything. Like, I keep everything. I keep programs <laughs> from plays. I keep uh, tickets, stubs. Yes. Um, yes. I keep little trinkets I get from Same. things. I yeah. don't throw things away because yeah. I feel like once I throw them away, I'm going to need them. Yeah. Especially, like, clothes, <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Like, I'm a hoarder, right? 
me on my own single I know that like this is not a good trait I have especially lately <laughs> I've been like bitch you need to throw some shit away right mm-hmm. I know that on my own without this person yeah but let's say I just I, I'm not necessarily a hoarder I'm like Someone who likes to collect stuff. You're sentimental. Like, I like mm-hmm. to keep things. Mm-hmm. I'm sentimental. Mm-hmm. I see some value. Like, and that's my thing is, like, I-, I like to keep these things just in case, like, I want to look back one day and see that I have them. But someone comes into my life and is like, nah, that ain't working for me. But I'm not at a place in my life where I feel like this ain't working for me, but I change it because they told me to change it. This ain't the person for me. Like, maybe this is a trait I need to change, but I'll realize that on my own at some point. Mm-hmm. You're not going to um, cause me to feel this way, I'm, like, because of you. Right. For example, my ex-boyfriend was a morning person. I am not a morning person. I wake up in the morning. I go to work in the morning. <laughs> I work at a coffee shop, so I'm up. But I'm not a morning person. Like, I'm not pleasant in the morning. I'm not very happy. Like, I'm not very energetic. Like, I'm just not a morning person, right? He told me, well, you're just not hungry. You just don't want it. Like, what do you mean I'm not hungry? I'm not ambitious? Because I don't like the morning. I prefer to just stay up late and get shit done. If I, I started to feel like I need to go to bed earlier... And wake up way earlier so that mm. this person feels like I am hungry, that I am ambitious. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel that way. Right. You shouldn't be making me feel that you way. You shouldn't be doing what's unnatural to you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I should be feeling like now, being out of this relationship on my own accord, I realize when I wake up at 6 a.m. during the week, <laughs> as irritated as I am when I first wake up out of bed, I do like that I have more time before it even hits noon. Like, Mm -hmm. by noon, I got a good chunk of shit done, so I have, like, the rest of my day. Like, I do like that. That's something I realized on my own without someone else coming in and being like, this is wrong, you don't need to be doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I say compromise, I mean, the things you're going to come to, like, what is supposed to be is going to be. So, like, things that are meant to be that are meant to change you're gonna change on your own because yourself (laughs) oprah which is like the closest thing to church that i get said (laughs) that when you don't know what to do do nothing sit with yourself because she was like when you feel like you need to ask everyone else like hey what should i do i'm thinking about doing this should i do this like should i do this just Sit mm-hmm. and be still. Do mm-hmm. nothing for a while. Mm-hmm. Bruh, oh my God. Because the only person that really knows what you should be doing is you. So if yes. you sit still and you meditate and you take some time and you really do nothing for a while. And that's so true. Like thinking back to my childhood and like all the times that people told me I was selfish or I was self-centered. And thinking back to all the times that I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Because I knew I didn't want to. It wasn't that I was self-centered. It wasn't that I was... Honestly, maybe I am self-centered. Actually, fuck it. I am self-centered as fuck. But who the fuck am I supposed to be centered around? The next motherfucker? Not the dude. Like, am I supposed to be centered around Kayla May? Am I supposed to be centered around you? I should be centered on myself because that's who I got. So as far as I'm concerned... As far as I'm concerned... The person 
that knows what's best for me and has always known what's best for me is Gabby. So if I need to take a second and sit with myself for a few days, weeks Mm -hmm. to figure something out, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. I won't say that it's not important that you ask people like their opinion. However, as far as compromise goes, you know what works for you. When you make a decision for yourself, that is your gut either telling you this is what's going to work or it's a lesson in progress. Mm -hmm. But you aren't going to steer yourself the wrong way. You're not going to steer yourself Mm -hmm. towards self-destruction. So, like, you should listen to yourself. Point blank, period. Like, at the end of the day, and that's something I've learned, something I'm still learning. So many people I've heard tell me, like... I don't see you as an actor. I don't see you as this. I don't see you as that. I don't give a fuck what you see me as. I know what I see myself as because God placed this vision within myself to see myself as this way. Your vision and my vision are two different things because I know who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the scariest part for some people. It's to sit with themselves. It's to sit with yourself. That was scary for a while. That's the only thing I can do though because I often just find myself paralyzed. Because I don't ever know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's not just like sitting with yourself and realizing, okay, this is it. But it's like really sitting. With yourself and sitting in your emotions. Sitting with how you what feel. The and being fuck? comfortable quietly Ex- sitting. Being comfortable with yourself. There was a time I used yes. to really think like holy fuck like you mean to tell me um it's saturday i don't have to go to work i'm gonna be home by myself after five o'clock like i don't have plans like what am i gonna do 5 p.m on a saturday like i need to go out i need to socialize yeah um this past i would say it would happen it happened like march There was a Saturday, I had no plans, and I was looking so forward to spending this time with myself, which happens sometimes, but it doesn't happen as often as it should. Mm -hmm. And I sat down, and I was like, I'm actually really looking forward to not interacting with anybody. I'm looking so forward to sitting down and breathing with myself Mm. and, like, re-centering. I often, when I come home from work at the end of the day, which is really the middle of the fucking day mm-hmm. I sit in my room in silence for about an hour and a half Yeah, I get really anxious about the weekends sometimes because I'm so busy throughout the week I'm usually in dance classes or mm. doing things or just like the, for some reason the week takes up more of my time than the weekend yeah. socially yeah. and when it comes to the weekends I feel like I'm supposed to be going out I feel no. like the right thing to do no. is to socialize but yeah. I prefer to be home alone. You should be. But when I yeah. am home alone, I'm like, is is this unhealthy? Am I lame because I don't have plans? And like that's like the nagging voice in my head, even yeah. though in my heart I know I'm doing what's right, right for me. I mean, it's a societal norm, right? That's because exactly what we are me. we're working for the weekend. But like, why? Everybody's working. We don't for need the to. Well, maybe what you I need to be working. To do nothing and to just be with yourself. And maybe that's where the going out culture started. It started from a place of like, I ain't trying to be sitting with myself for a fucking evening. Like, let me go out and turn up for an evening. I mean, and it's no, it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault. It's no one's fault. Because... The people before us laid this ground where they, that's what they had. 
that's what they had to do the baby boomers had to forget they had to forget that this is what was going on but like we're living in a fucking society where we are conscious to what's going on around us absolutely we can't can't pretend like we don't know anymore we know we know we get updates on our phone on a daily you know what's going on a hundred percent of the time this ain't no lysol fucking shit no you know what's going on because you have every resource to know what's going on there's no reason um so be with yourself be with yourself as long as you can oh and i feel like the tie-in to love and relationships (laughs) this two-part our first two-part episode I'm actually making sound bites so that Ed knows what we want. Um, so if you can find something, go, oh, oh, or angelic voices, because I'm not angelic good voices. at angelic voices. That was good. That was good. I liked it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, something we want to tie into this episode, as far as love and relationships goes, you are the motherfucking root. Yes. Period. Yes. Love mm-hmm. does not compromise. But if you don't love yourself... How the fuck you gonna love anybody else, okay? Mm -hmm. You can't love nobody else. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have bottom lines, you don't have boundaries, you don't know... The fact that we were able to sit here and tell you what we want, what we don't, what works and what doesn't, we had to go through some shit, okay? If you can't sit down and articulate what works for you, what doesn't, what you want and what you don't, stop looking for a relationship a romantic relationship and look around you and realize the abundance that is around you because I guarantee there is probably abundance around you um you probably have you most definitely have friends or family that loves you and shows you abundance you don't need a romantic relationship so don't hear this episode and think romantic relationships and think automatically boyfriend girlfriend partner think friend sister brother mother father like period that's where it starts you are the root you are the root if you don't love yourself ain't nobody else gonna love you like what the fuck ask rupaul like and the (laughs) people that are gonna fucking love you when the relationship ends are the people that we just named Yes. That's so true. Right? Because if you don't love yourself, how the hell you gonna love anybody else? Okay? And what a motherfucking wonderful time it is to to be be a woman. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is GBTM, the podcast. podcast. Follow me. Gabs and Bloom. At Gabs and Bloom on Instagram. (laughs) Like Gabs and Bloom on Instagram? That's my Instagram. No, not at Gabs and Bloom on Instagram, but on Instagram at Gabs and Bloom. Bloom. <laughs> got it, got it. Comma. And at dot p dot s. She changes that name often. Folks. I do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so keep up where you can. If yeah. you anything, Ooh, go on me. my page Ooh. and look for the page. Ooh. K and you'll probably find her. And also, if you want to know what we look like or any shit like that, Thank that's you. the place to be. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah.